Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Christ-Centered Athlete Podcast. I'm Charlie. I'm your host, and for this week's episode, I have a wonderful challenge for you to simply ask yourself, why are you competing in sport? Have you really answered that motivational question? Why are you doing it? Because some people just do it for the playing time, or they're just doing it for the recognition. And when they don't get those things, they tend to judge their teammates, and they make judgment calls about their coach, and it makes for a miserable experience. I hope you'll be encouraged by the example that Jesus uses, even with his own disciples, and that you will take his teaching to heart to not judge other people. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Charlie Grimes. Thanks so much for joining me for the podcast today. I want to start today's episode with a quick story from my past. You see, I was a high school athlete, uh, like many of you. Uh, I was very excited about my athletic career, and I actually played uh, football and basketball and ran track at our school. And, you know, I was a pretty good football player my whole life. I was very um, disciplined, and I could focus well, and I was very structured. You know, football is a very structured sport. You know, you... Every person has their job, and you execute your job, and then you get back in the huddle and call a play. And and each year I kind of had a tough transition to move to basketball because basketball is much more free. Uh, basketball is a is a very reactive sport. You have to kind of make decisions on the fly and react to your opponents. And I didn't do that very well. I'll admit to you, I was a much better football player than I was a basketball player. And so my story comes out of about my junior year, and I, I had started basketball season that fall, and I just wasn't playing in the games at all. Like, I'd practice every day and work hard, and I was trying to be the best I could be, and I just didn't get any, any playing time at all. And so I went to my coach, and I just said, you know, this isn't fair, and I need more playing time. I want to get on the floor. I want to show you what I can do. And he said, well, okay, you know, we'll, we'll think about that. And so then over the next two days in practice, he, uh, he actually set up everyone on the team to play one-on-one matches against each other. And uh, I'll have to admit, it was quite humiliating for me because I did not win any of the one-on-one matches with anyone on my team. And so what my coach did is he kind of exposed me. You know, I had come to him and said, well, this isn't fair that person's not very good, or I think I'm better than that person. And he kind of called my bluff, and he said, well, then show me. And I actually failed, and I couldn't beat any of my teammates. I was really disappointed after that happened. But I was taught a really valuable lesson, that lesson I want to share with you today. It actually comes right out of Jesus' teaching in the book of Matthew. So if you'll turn there, It's Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 5. Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 5. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And the measure you use, it will be measured to you. 
Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you'll be able to see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Oh, what a tough teaching. You know, when I've worked with athletes and, and uh, coaches even, they always want to compare themselves to everyone else. Well, I'm better than that person, or that person, you know, is bigger than me, or that's not fair. You've not treated them, us the same. You know, there's an old cliche I used to share with my athletes. When they were stuck in the trap of comparing themselves to someone else, I would say, listen, we don't need you to be that person. We've already got that person to be that person. We need you to be you. See, it's all about the role that you might have on the team. And I needed to realize back in my high school days that I was a pretty good defensive player in basketball, but he exposed me because I couldn't score and I couldn't handle the ball very well. And you know, that was humiliating at the time, but it taught me a very valuable lesson that the, that the measure that I was using to judge someone else it was going to be measured to me. So I had this uh, plank in my eye that I couldn't handle the ball and shoot very well or I couldn't dribble very well. And I'm looking at everyone else saying, well, I'm better than them because I may have been a better defensive player. You see, but the measure that I was using was then measured to me and I failed miserably. Don't be hypocritical and self-focused when you're comparing yourself to someone else. And this is very prevalent in sports where playing time is the issue. You see, in basketball, there was only five people on the court at one time. And so over a 20-minute half, let's say, there's only 100 minutes to play. 20 minutes times five people. If you weren't good enough to play in your coach's judgment, then you had to submit to the coach. And that's what I would hope that you could do. That you would learn your role on the team and get better at who you are. You know, I have one more quick story from the life of Jesus. At the end of uh, the Gospel of John, Jesus interacts with the Apostle Peter. Okay, so let me set the scene for you here. Jesus has died. He's actually been resurrected. And P Peter is very discouraged because he had denied Jesus. He had denied even knowing Jesus right at the end of his life. And Jesus reveals himself on the lake shore and he reinstates Peter. You might remember this story. I won't read the whole thing, but Jesus simply says, Peter, do you love me? And Peter says, yes, of course I love you. Then feed my sheep. And he does that three times. Remember, it just is symbolic of you denied me three times, so I'm going to ask you, do you love me truly three times? And Peter says, yes, of course, Lord, you know that I love you. And it was actually kind of hurtful to Peter that he had to ask him three times. And in chapter 21 of the Gospel of John, the last chapter of the book, in verse 20, we read that Peter turned 
and he saw the disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. And we believe that that is John, the disciple who wrote this gospel of John. Peter looked at John and said, Lord, what about him? As if to say, you know, what about him? I'm comparing myself again. And Jesus said, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. And so he, he kind of corrects Peter and he says, don't worry about him. I'm the Lord of him and you. You must do what I tell you to do. And so this is a bit dramatic, but I want you to picture yourself under the authority of your coach. And you're looking across the ranks of the bench or, or the sideline saying, what about him or what about her? And I want you to submit yourself just like Jesus is calling Peter to here and says, don't worry about that person. I'm in charge of that person as well. You are going to be rewarded for your hard work in doing what you're called to do. I want to challenge you with this. Why are you competing? Have you ever asked yourself that key question? Why are you doing your sport? Some people do it because it's fun. Some people do it because they love, it, they love the challenge. Some people do it because they want to impress people. And they want to prove that they have, you know, what it takes or that they're, a, that they're good at something. Some people do it because their parents expect them to do it. But I want you to ask that question. Why am I competing? Why am I on the team? Why am I training hard day in and day out? And actually, I would want you to be able to answer that question. I'm competing on this team because God called me and he wants me to. He placed me on this team for a reason. And I'm here to figure out what that reason is. I know it's frustrating. Sometimes, uh, and I, I've shared that, when I was a high school basketball player, I didn't play much at all. In fact, the joke is in my family, and, and as hard as this may be to, for you to believe, I actually had a grand total of two points scored in my entire high school basketball career. I was a practice player. And you know what? I learned to take pride in that, though, that I was going to make the team better by playing really good defense every day in practice. I realized that I was on the team to be an encourager and to be a spark plug for leadership in other ways, not handling or dribbling or passing or shooting, but to be a force in the locker room of positive attitude and extremely hard work. I found that my motivation was to make the team better in its attitude and its effort, even though I wasn't the guy who was going to be starting getting all the accolades uh, or his name announced over the loudspeaker. See, I moved beyond that motivation to just want to look good or to have people recognize me. I didn't care anymore whether my name was in the newspaper because that was, that, was, that was way too small of a reason. Don't fall for the trap. You need to decide why 
you're competing and make it a big why. Make it the biggest why of your life. You're doing this because because God has asked you to follow him in your athletic career. And then it gets really fun because you can work with all of your might as hard as, as you can to do your job, to fulfill your role on the team. You need to do your job, not everybody else's. Let's go do that this week. Thanks for listening to the Christ-Centered Athlete Podcast. I really appreciate the feedback and the encouragement that I've received so far on these episodes. You know, one thing I wanted to say as I've listened and prepared uh, for this week's lesson, that you have a great opportunity every single day to play your sport. It isn't really about playing time, and it isn't about the glory of, of your name in the newspaper. It's really just the enjoyment to become a better version of yourself. So I hope that that's what I'm encouraging you to do. You know, if uh, you would help me out, if you have an athlete that uh, you think would benefit from hearing uh, my teaching and my encouragement, please share the podcast address with them. Uh, We're trying to expand our reach to athletes across the world, really. Those that really honestly and genuinely want to become closer to Jesus and to walk in a more faithful way every day in their sport. I want to unlock uh, joy and excitement for Christian athletes through this podcast. You can help me do that. Feel free to share it. Reach out to me. Give me advice. Give me your feedback and uh, even ask a question if you'd like. You can reach me through email. Uh, or even just leave a comment, and I'll respond as quickly as I can. And until next time, enjoy. Enjoy.